Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you have a moment of your time, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out with this channel. And let's just get straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Honey Puzzle Headed 173. Am I the arsehole for taking portrait photos of my crush who is married? I have a very good friend who is married and I am in love with him, but I've never done or said anything inappropriate, nor has he. I keep my feelings to myself. During the past year, I invested in a high quality camera and I've been trying to develop my skills. The only thing I do is take portraits, that is what I'm interested in. I have taken portraits of many of my friends and post many of them online when I'm given permission. I recently asked my crush if he would like a portrait session. He agreed and his wife was perfectly well aware of it, has seen my portraits and gave it the okay. The portrait session took place outdoors in public. He has had his shirt off for some of the photos but remained fully clothed besides that. The majority of the photos are shoulders up, including the ones with his shirt off. Almost all the portraits I have taken in the past involve some shirtlessness, both men and women. The photos are beautiful and he is unbelievably beautiful in them. After I was done with post-processing, I showed him the photos and asked if I could post a few and he agreed. When I posted the photos, there was a bit of furore. I hope that's pronounced right. He is not considered a conventionally attractive man by most of our friends, so I think they were very surprised to see my photos. I received a lot of DMs asking me if something was going on between me and him, saying things like sexual tension was palpable. To be clear, I don't appear in any of these photos at all. Never touched him at any time. Never made any inappropriate comments to him. Never even complimented him. Just took the photos and gave him some suggestions for direction. And that was it. When his wife did see the photos, she hit the roof and basically told me that I'm an asshole for taking these photos of him. Again, we're talking about basically three photos that are shoulders up and one shirtless photo that's torso up, but that's not even the one she's talking about. Am I the asshole? Literally all I did was take photos and edit them. P.S. He himself loves the photos and posted one of them himself. And we'll start straight away with Thrill Doctor One saying, oh honey, you are so the asshole here. You are not a very good friend if you are crushing on and taking pictures of her husband. You're the asshole. Destroy the pictures and stay away from that couple forever. And Royal Oki says, I think we're not hearing the full story here. If several people comment on the sexual nature, there has to be a fact missing somewhere. And Majestic says, you're the asshole. This seems shady. Taking the pictures isn't shady. Involving yourself in the life of a man who's married and you're in love with is never a good idea. To me, it seems like you're trying to create a situation where something happens between the two of you. That's just major sketch. And Breadcrumb Forest says, you're the arsehole. Ooh, you're like the female version of a nice guy. You're not a really good friend at all. Stop referring to him as your crush. You're not in high school anymore. And I guarantee that the others in your friend group are aware of your feelings, which is just icky as he's married. You need to distance yourself from him until you can find a way to get over him. Not invite him over for a private, intimate portrait session. What the fuck? 
And one more from Decay Dancer saying, you're the asshole for being this kind of photographer. It is highly unprofessional to even create a scenario like this as a photographer. Shady situations like this are why some photographers aren't taken seriously or aren't trusted. Don't take photos of a half-naked married man that you're in love with. That's like the number one rule of professionalism. Why didn't you extend the offer to his wife or for a couple session? You could have taken solo photos of him and her as well and avoided this entire problem. You kind of set yourself up to look like an asshole the second you suggested the photo shoot without his wife and then for him to remove clothing. And that was kind of the feeling I was getting during this story as well as that like she was purposely setting up a situation to create that kind of tension between them. I don't know, it might be totally wrong. I might read too much into it, but I think it is going to be an asshole situation. And our next story comes from Psychological Bad 952 Am I the asshole for convincing my stepdaughter to not sign a deal? My stepdaughter, 24 female, runs an Instagram page slash YouTube channel with a decent amount of following. She makes some money off it and her father wanted her to sign up with an agency. He had done most of the work and she had a contract in hand. She asked me to take a look at it. I'm not a lawyer, but I have taken part in some business negotiations. The document was biased against her. They got control over any IP she created, more than half the cut of all her earnings and their marketing commitment was very vaguely defined. The only benefit of the contract was a 35K upfront payment for signing up, but which had to be paid back if she failed to meet their content production targets. It was a deal where her upside was limited while their downside was protected. I told her that this deal was shit and she could do much better than whatever this company offered just by working on her own. She is a smart girl and she decided not to sign up. She really doesn't care. She is making money to support herself and do what she likes and knows what goes viral. I'm assuming that's what the sentence was. <laughs> her father hates that I interfered in his relationship with his daughter. Her mother, my wife, is not happy either as she doesn't want my daughter to be self-employed. I feel a bit guilty as I did not mince words when I described the deal. I was furious and the ensuing fallout between her dad and her has strained their relationships. I feel like I poured fire on a family feud. Her father is mad at me for poking my head where it doesn't belong and upstaging him. He doesn't like me a lot anyways as he hates the fact that his ex-wife married a woman. My wife is myth that I'm encouraging her to continue this career. Now someone, myself, who's seen a lot of these contracts come through my email. I'm not saying all of them, but most of them that I've seen have always been like very much in their favor and not in my favor at all. And, you know, they just get the hooks into you and pretty much control your channel from there on. So I can't call you the arsehole for looking out for someone and, and pointing these facts out. You was, you was asked to look at the contract. You did exactly that and you gave your advice based off what you saw. So absolutely not the arsehole for that. I mean, they give 35k up front and if they don't get exactly their goals, they get the money back. It's, it's, it's a win-win for them in the end, isn't it? So 100% not the arsehole in this situation. But Efficient Leak says not the asshole. She asked me to take a look. This right here means there is no way you could ever be an asshole. Your adult stepdaughter asked you to take a look at something for her and you did, in good faith. You didn't go out looking to cause a rift and you didn't stick your nose in where it didn't belong. She asked you and you were honest with her. That's all that happened here. The fact that both her parents seem okay with a company taking advantage of her is far more concerning to me honestly. And Kinky says, not the arsehole. You really gave her good advice. Do they know what contract she was signing? And Regalazer says, not the arsehole. She asked you to take a look. You did, gave your opinion, and she decided not to sign. Personally, given the dad's reaction, I'm wondering how much he actually stood to gain from her signing. 
And Fletch Liv says not the arsehole, she asked for your honest opinion and you gave it. Also the fact that she came to you for advice implies that you are doing something right as a step-parent. I do not think you telling her to avoid signing a crap deal is encouraging her in this path but rather protecting her from being taken advantage and forced into it. And one more from Cat Soap Bar saying, not the arsehole, your stepdaughter is an adult and asked for your advice. It doesn't seem like your opinion was unsolicited. If this deal was shit, then it was shit and it seemed like she ultimately made the decision herself. Her dad can be annoyed all he wants, but again, she's an adult. She has no obligation to do what her dad wants and if he is pissy enough to let her decision making strain their relationship, then that's on him. Also, whilst your wife might not want her daughter to be self-employed, it isn't her decision. Parents don't get to choose their child's career path. Edit, I am curious about this deal that her dad made. Would it have benefited him in some way? And that was kind of my suspicion while I was reading it. Why is he making this kind of contract? What was he sneaking in there? Or did he just have pound signs in his eyes about, you know, the 35K? And might he take a percentage of it for setting up the deal? And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for kicking my mum out of my kid's party after she tried to bring my ex's son? I, 29 male, broke up with my ex-girlfriend over five years ago when I caught her cheating on me. We had a seven-month-old son that I learned wasn't mine after I demanded a paternity test so that I was out of his life after that. It hurt going through all that, but what hurt the most was some people in my family being against me leaving my son. Some stopped talking to me, others I stopped talking to, like my mum, because she still wanted to accept my ex's kid like her first grandchild. So I said fine and cut contact. Last year, I had my first son. We celebrated his one-year birthday on the first of this month. When my girlfriend got pregnant, my mum reached out and wanted to make amends for us to be in each other's lives. She said she hasn't had any more contact with ex. I was mostly thinking for my son and that would be nice for him to know his grandma, so I gave her a chance. On the actual day of my son's birthday, my brother saw my mum first and goes, oh shit. He saw her getting out of the car with my ex's kid from the window and he told me. My brother told me he had no idea she was going to bring the kid and said he'll keep her outside if I want. I went outside instead and my mum had the kid wait in the car while we talked. I was so pissed I remember yelling at her for trying to bring him to my son's birthday. My mum kept apologising for hiding it, she just felt really bad because his real dad doesn't want to be involved and that they still have pictures of me and him from when he was a baby so he still thinks he's my kid. It was hard not to lose any more of my call so I just remember saying get the fuck out and don't ever come back or bring him round again. It was a whole thing and everyone who was already there saw it play out. My mum left and my brothers were trying to cheer me up and get the party back in a happy mood for my son. Some family were in a bad mood and they left early. The shitstorm happened after that and they're mad for how I treated my mum. Even she said something too, that she's hurt how much I disrespected her and she knows it was wrong to lie but she was really trying to make it easier on ex's son by making him feel part of a family. She really thinks I need to give him a chance because I loved him once. I just hung up on her. Still, everyone's on me calling me an asshole for callously kicking her out for having good intentions even if they were misplaced. Am I the asshole? Now you're definitely not the asshole in this one. Your mum is the asshole massively. But again, it's one of these ones that gets me because it's the poor kid that's the one. Obviously, you've come to terms with, you know, that's not your son and you've moved on in your life. And I know you're getting it brought up, but the poor kid at the same time is still there thinking, you know, his dad's out there somewhere that you're his dad. And I'm not putting that pressure on you or anything like that, but it's just incredibly sad for that poor child, isn't it? 
They're clearly not helping that poor child. And I think the only way around this is to cut them off because if they've been doing this all this time, letting that child think that you're still the father, this isn't the end, is it? This isn't gonna be the end of it. And I think the only way is to cut them off. But Captain Jack Narrow says, not the arsehole, that poor kid, your mum is the arsehole, big time. And ABBLZ says, that poor kid, why has no one explained to him that you're not his father? To which type one error replies to this saying, that is so cruel. This poor boy thinks there is a father out there who just doesn't want to be his dad. Opie's mother and ex are monsters. To which Mysterious Panic says, not the arsehole, you found out when the baby was seven months old, so no way the baby actually remembers you being around. If this child had been older and able to understand, I would have maybe have different feelings, but I think it was best to cut off right away if you weren't his father. Your mum sucks for not respecting your wishes and bombarding your son's first birthday. And Brian Blaz says, not the arsehole, you made your feelings clear. Your mother showed no respect for them. Cut her out completely or at the very least refuse to give her alone time with your son. She absolutely will do this behind your back if she can. And one more from Toga sucks saying, not the arsehole, her intentions were not good. She was so swept up in being a grandma that she chose to basically adopt your ex's son and remove you from her life as a result. After deceiving you about maintaining contact, she tried to sabotage your son's first birthday party by bringing him there. I have no doubt that her thinking was it would be too awkward for anyone to kick her out and they would all fall in love with a cute kid. Be aware that this isn't over. If she has been showing this kid pictures of you and claiming that you are his father, getting kicked out of one party and cut off again isn't going to stop the scheme. Be prepared for this kid to try and get in touch with you when he is older, wanting to know why you abandoned him. I feel the worst for him in all this. Your mum is making his already unfortunate situation so much worse. Absolutely too true. And oh, the kid, man, it's just so incredibly sad. But let's move on to the next one. And our next story comes from New Lengthiness. Am I the arsehole for swearing at my mum during a Mother's Day celebration after she excluded my wife? Growing up, I was close to my family. I'm the youngest of three kids and had a great upbringing. As of right now, my family isn't that close. My mum and dad have been distanced for a while and my mum stopped hosting holidays years ago. That part really sucks because I know she isn't obligated, but out of my wife, me and the rest of the family, none of us are good cooks and my mum used to do amazing holidays. My parents travel a lot, spend a lot of time with friends and just don't seem interested in us or their grandkids from my oldest brother. We get together maybe once every two to three months. I saw my mum for Mother's Day the other day and it came up that we rarely get together and that my parents don't want to do holidays anymore. They do it with their friends. My mum said that honestly, now that her kids are married and bring their spouses, she doesn't have much interest in hosting. I said that was a little selfish and she said she doesn't have much fun when we're all together. I asked her point blank if she had a problem with my wife. My mum said not particularly, but I chose her. She didn't, and she doesn't enjoy spending time with people she doesn't feel comfortable with. I might have jumped the shark a bit, but I called her an evil bitch and said that I can't forgive her for wanting to exclude my wife. My mum was just like, whatever, but my father was furious, and they left. And we'll start with most likely on this one saying, you're the arsehole, whoa dude, you like, escalated. She just said she wasn't 100% comfortable. I mean, you're obviously upset about the holidays thing, but you just took it to such a crazy level. Maybe this whole like looking for an excuse to call your mother a crazy bitch on Mother's Day is part of why she doesn't feel comfortable around you or your spouse. Also, your mum is allowed to have friends. And Gapich says, you're the asshole your mum put on at least 20 years of holidays. Now she doesn't want to do it anymore for a pretty valid reason. 
You're all adults with your own families that your mum doesn't feel super close to. There's nothing wrong with that. She should get to enjoy her holidays with whomever she chooses. Learn how to cook. It's not rocket science. And Emmy Lou says, you're the arsehole. It sounds like you asked questions and didn't like the answers. I'd guess you are a taker and expect there to be a doting mummy, even though you're a grown up. Your poor mum dealing with an adult temper tantrum. And V2 Den says, you're the arsehole. Your mum is not your cook. Why should she always be the one hosting? How about you and your wife take the time to learn to cook and host holiday gatherings instead? To which Cal Kiki says, well then, with that response, I can see why your mum chooses not to host holidays and spend her time traveling. You're the asshole. And Step Howell says, you ask what was up. Your mother told you she doesn't feel totally comfortable with your wife. A perfectly reasonable position for her to take. And you thought you'd solve it with a quick profanity-laced tirade. What exactly is it that you believe you're owed here? Her great cooking, available on demand and at your convenience? Your mother sounds self-aware, thoughtful and polite, if shy. You sound entitled and honestly a little unhinged. You're the asshole. Yeah, I think the comments got it spot on here, assuming there was nothing else at play in the background here. To turn around, there's nothing that jumped out to me that your mum is a bad person or anything like that, but you just turn around and call her an evil bitch. I mean, what the hell? That, that is escalating it to the extreme, isn't it? But let's move on to the next one. And our next story comes from that one guy. Am I the arsehole for not bagging my own groceries when there was no bagger there to help the cashier? My fiance and I normally do one big grocery trip a month for most of our groceries. I don't know what common practice is in other areas, but we live in the South and there is usually a cashier that rings the groceries up, then a bagger who bags them and puts them in the cart for you to take out to your car. We usually have a cart full, seeing as we only go one time a month. My fiance is usually with me through the whole shopping trip. Our local grocery store is notorious for never having a bagger with a cashier. I've noticed it's especially when they see a younger guy even if a bagger is available, they will stand around and talk and let you bag your own groceries. It's very annoying to me. It's a cart full and it's hectic to do. My fiance doesn't see it as a big deal, but every time she goes without me, they always have a bagger for her. But when I'm with her, they're happy to let me bag my own groceries. Anyways, the other day my fiance had a headache, so she went to the car while I checked out. Of course, the bagger literally stepped away to speak to a friend as I came up to the register. The cashier started ringing up my stuff and kind of gave me glances as it started piling up on the belt, as if asking me, well, are you going to come bag them? I almost did, but then I stopped myself and realized, not my job, not my problem. Normally, I'm not like that, but with this being a regular thing there and someone being available and not helping, I just didn't feel like it. This forced the cashier to start bagging them herself and eventually the bagger came over and began helping her near the end. I heard the cashier talking about how lazy and rude I was as I left. My fiance noticed it took longer than usual for checkout and asked what happened. When I told her, she thinks I'm an arsehole for this as it would not have killed me to help. Am I the arsehole? Editing to clarify a few things. We live in Southern US. Grocery stores around here, excluding Aldi and places of the like, pay and train baggers to be there to specifically bag your groceries. While they do sometimes have to gather carts, buggies from the lot or help someone to their car, they are paid to stand and bag groceries. If that is the case of them helping someone, I bag my own. We even pay extra on groceries for this service. If I go somewhere like Aldi, I do not get annoyed by this as I expect to bag my own groceries. Too many people I feel are given unfair judgments simply because where they are from, they bag their own groceries. While nothing wrong with that, again, we pay extra to accommodate having groceries bagged for us. 
Now I'm coming into this one being from the UK. As far as I know, we don't. You occasionally get cashers but help bag your bag your stuff up for you, but the majority of the time you bag it yourself. So I'm coming from a completely ignorant point of view here, and I think I can partially understand why it would be annoying if you saw someone just slacking off because they're they're thinking, oh yeah, you can just bag your own stuff, and if they are being paid for it, etc. I I think I do understand the frustration with it, although it's kind of hard. As again, we bag our own stuff, so it's kind of hard to be totally empathetic towards it, but. Instead of calling the, the bagging employee over to, to come help you with, with bagging your groceries, you let the cashier do it. Who's It's not their job either. So I think it will be an everyone sucks here just from that standpoint. Again, it could be totally wrong. And I'd love to know your opinions on this one because we, we have quite a wide US audience here. So it'd be great to know your opinions on that. And we'll start off with Mrs. Chester saying, you're the arsehole, I grew up in the South as well. And the proper etiquette is to show graciousness by helping the bagger, unless they insist on doing it solo. I get your frustration with a perceived double standard, but the entitlement on top of it is all a bit much. And not to mention your fiance is sitting in the car with a headache while you prove a point. Did you really gain anything by this? And TB says, everyone sucks here. I see how it can be kind of peevish that the workers aren't doing the task they're supposed to, but I think your reaction was pretty petty. Couldn't you have said, hey, do you think the bagger could help me with these? And had them call over instead of just standing there. And Astro Queen says, former cashier from the South here saying, everyone sucks here. Well, yes, the bagger is literally getting paid to bag and they aren't bagging, which makes them a sucky person. Especially if they stepped away to chat, would have gotten me fired. Why are you the asshole? Because I've had so many customers like you. It is not the cashier's job to bag, even if the bagger does not do their job and bag. I'm supposed to be going through as many items as I can while optimizing the amount of bags I use while being underpaid. I've had customers stare at me like, bag them for me, and that's literally not my job. Where I worked, we could have asked someone to help you put groceries in your cart slash car, and you could have requested this so the cashier could keep doing their job. The cashier also sucks since you shouldn't have verbally trash talk a customer in front of them. That's a recipe for getting fired. And Kyle says, not the arsehole, they literally get paid to bag your groceries. You wouldn't be rude or anything. Plus, if you wanted to bag your own groceries, you would have went to self-checkout and they have the audacity to call you lazy and rude while they aren't even doing their job. And Irving says, you're the arsehole, well, you wasted a bunch of your own time, but you really proved the point to people making minimum wage. And so-called Drama Llama says, not the arsehole, if you want to bag my own crap, I go to self-checkout. If I'm going to the cashier, it's because I don't want to bag my own groceries. And Mayo says, not the arsehole, the only arseholes here are one, the actual bagger who didn't do his slash her job, and two, the cashier who criticized a customer for not doing a job, which supermarket employees are paid to do. Yeah, I totally forgot about that last bit there, where the employee was running down the customer behind their back. That's absolutely not the right thing to do and will get you sacked in a majority of places. But there's a mixed bag of comments there. Um, I'd love to know your thoughts on this one. And anyway, we've reached the end of today's stories. What do you think of today's stories? Do you have verdicts for them? Don't forget to leave them in the comments below if you choose to do so, but never any pressure either. And just a huge thank you for spending 20 minutes out of your day with the channel and getting involved. Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I was born in the city, I was raised on its edges. My pop worth is life when it's gone blocks up on love in its center. If I can live here forever, think it'd be for the better. I love the weather, even though it's fog 24-7. I love the people. This is city. I met all my best friends, and I wanna thank every break. I wanna thank every entrance to every building that I step in in this city. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, 